for joining us today on our podcast. I'm Ron Wilson, CEO at InterviewStream and the host of Talent Storm, where we'll chat about everything that meets at the intersection of talent and organizational performance. We're focused on exploring the tips, tricks, and techniques for identifying and fostering talent and creating high-performance individuals, teams, and organizations. I'm excited to be joined today by Angad Madra. Angad is currently the Talent Acquisition Manager for Horizon Health and has over four years of experience in the recruiting space. He's been recognized as one of iSIM's 2020 innovators and is actively leveraging technology to advance his profession. Angad is a former competitive athlete in soccer and made his way to the U.S. from India in 2013 on a student visa and scholarship. Angad, his wife and daughter, now reside in the Nashville area today. Angad, welcome to the Talent Storm podcast. I'm honored to have you with me today. Thank you so much, Ron. It's a pleasure to be here and talk to you about whatever you have us talking about. So I'm excited. Awesome. Well, hey, I, I appreciate you being on. And, you know, before we jump in and, and, and start uh, chatting, you know, I'd love uh, to have you spend a few moments uh, giving our listeners a, a little bit more about your background and in, um, including what you're doing today at, at Horizon Health, because I, I just love your, you know, how kind of your history, how you got here, what you've been up to and kind of what you're doing today. So if you wouldn't mind sharing a little yeah. bit about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you covered quite a bit of it, but yeah, I've uh, uh, been in the talent acquisition uh, field for about four years and all of those uh, ISIMs has kind of been a consistent theme of my career. So I worked at Airmark, a food service company, and then at Dollar General and recently transitioned uh, a year and a half ago to Horizon Health, which is a corrections healthcare company uh, based out of Nashville, Tennessee. So yeah, it's been it's been great uh, to have the ISIMS background as as we also implemented ISIMS not too long ago at Horizon. And currently, my job is a little bit more focused on the system side. So really, um, being the ISIMS admin and leveraging the technology that we currently have, and continually looking at the technology that's out there uh, with it changing so rapidly, and seeing how we can make the recruiter's life easier, and also um, the candidates that apply. Um, you know, the process, the application process more streamlined. It makes sense. So, you know, how did, you know, um, so now to, you know, kind of get into what you're doing, how did you wind up getting into the talent acquisition field? You know, I started off, you know, right out of college. Uh, I, I got a job at Aramark as the talent acquisition coordinator. And uh, even in that job, I was, uh, you know, we were focusing on hourly recruiting and leveraging ISIMs to, um, hire, you know, thousands of people, and that hadn't been done by a Fortune, you know, 200 company in the past. So it was a brand new team, um, a lot to learn. It was my first time using ISIMS, and I was just really impressed by the technology and everything that they had to offer, and how um, streamlined you can be, and how you can customize it to your needs. So it wasn't, um, you know, one size fit, fits all even though it provides a lot of uh, great tools and um, resources. As a, even as a coordinator, I could poke around in the system and figure out ways to streamline my process and figure out bulk editing features or different things that would just really um, help save me a lot of time. So um, that's kind of my first experience with it. And from then on, uh, you know, I got an opportunity to lead a team there and Intel and acquisitioned and made my way over to Dollar General, where I learned a lot and uh, kind of was the ISIMS admin there for a little bit. Um, and then 
came to Corizon to uh, be closer to home. I had a long commute. Uh, and then little did I know 2020, everybody's commute would be cut into 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> so uh, made my way from Dollar General to Corizon to implement that and have been here and have really enjoyed, you know, getting my hands um, into more into ISIMs and, and using that technology. And one of the things that I've been really fascinated by, uh, you know, about them is I've used it at three different organizations and it's the same software used so differently and it provides what you need, you know, across three different, you know, fields and really streamline your process for the recruiters who are doing, uh, you know, from corrections, healthcare to retail to food service. So that's been something that I've been really excited about, you know, um, getting my hands with ISIMS into, you know, just those three different organizations. Sure. So, so I can appreciate the fact that, you know, from a technology perspective, you know, the technology you're talking about, you know, with iSIMS, as an example, mm -hmm. you know, a company that, that offers, you know, applicant tracking systems and, you know, other, other capabilities within their, their um, system. It's, it's designed to be able to easily transition between industries and adapt to the different processes and workflows that may exist within those. Is that a fair statement? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and some, you know, something I've learned in the past few years with iSIMS and just technology in general, not just iSIMS is mm -hmm. um, even within Corizon, I could figure out a process for the recruiters, but something I want to empower the recruiters to do is not to just follow that process, but really figure out what works best for them. Uh, and that's what I think makes the talent acquisition team um, successful is they don't need to just be spoon fed by um us as, as to how to you know do the process some people might leverage the same technology differently and and figure out ways that helps them recruit faster and they need to be empowered to do that so i i, I love uh so to paraphrase what i just heard is you're basically adapting the technology to fit the use cases of the individuals Absolutely. Um, it, but but you know another thing you know as i was doing research on you what i discovered was you know, you're somebody who's a champion for continuous uh, improvement. So, you know, you're, you're obviously always trying to find ways, and I would assume that's across people, process, and technology. And so far, we've been talking a lot of technology-related, mm -hmm. you know, kind of improvements. I'm wondering if, um, you know, based on the three different industries that you've worked in so far in your career, have you seen mm -hmm. any commonalities on the in, you know, process improvement opportunities that exist within talent acquisition. And I say this from a, a place of very conscious bias. So I'll, I'll, right. I'll, I'll let you know, I'm consciously biased in the fact that over my 30 year career, I think HR as a, as a function has been a laggard as far as its digitization, you know, mm -hmm. of its core business processes. Organizations have focused on, you know, the revenue side of the business, the expense, you know, the CRMs, the, the manufacturing, the supply chain, the logistics, or they've been focused on the ERP systems or the accounting mm -hmm. systems. And HR, you know, as we often always say, people are our number one asset, but it's, it's been this laggard area. And, um, and, and I'm, you know, and today I see this, you know, there, there's a surge going on in the marketplace that, you know, it, people have awakened to the importance of people and in having systems in place and processes in place and changing how we've been doing talent acquisition. And I'm just wondering, you know, as somebody who's, you know, 
innovative in the space, not, you know, on a technology side, is there innovation that you've been doing from a process perspective today, you know, kind of what that looks like. And then maybe, you know, I know there was a lot there that I just said, but, you know, also kind yeah. of where you see things maybe going, you know, as, as we move forward. Yeah, absolutely. That's a really uh, good question and a statement too, Ron, because if you really think about it, our whole industry, whether it's HR or operations, uh, is rapidly changing because of the, the technology and just the user experience that each person has, whether it's buying something from Amazon, uh, signing into your patient portal to check your COVID test, to applying to an application uh, for a company. So you really can't separate that. And you have to focus on regardless of what industry that you're in, regardless of the type of people that you're hiring, whether it's a truck driver or an RN, uh, you want a seamless experience for them, for them to be able to apply to your job because you're always competing with so many options and so many um, different companies and organizations. So if I can make the candidate's life easier uh, and clicks as less as possible and save time in, in them applying to our application, that's a win, whether that's at Dollar General or whether that's at Horizon Health. So something that we're continually looking at is what are other people doing um, to make that candidate experience better? Because that is their first impression. Even before they talk to a recruiter, they're looking at the application and they're looking at the user experience uh, before even talking to a recruiter about what the job even is about. Because um, they're, they're, everybody's shopping at Amazon. Everybody's, uh, you know, logging into different uh, systems and portals and is constantly on their mobile devices. And that's something we need to look at is not just because what, what uh, what's a slippery slope is also sitting on my desktop and applying to a bunch of, you know, applications. But the candidates that I'm recruiting and hiring they're not on that same system and they're looking uh, on a six inch device in their pocket, you know, that, that they pull out while they're in the middle of a, a break and, and applying to my job. So am I going to use that same um, device and apply to different organizations and see what they're seeing? Or am I so far removed from them that I don't even know where they're coming from, where they're applying, what their experience truly is like? So I think it's really important to really put yourself in the shoes of the people that are applying to your jobs, the people that are, um, you know, talking to you, looking at your job descriptions, you know, just seeing it from their perspective. What would I want this organization to be about? Can we make it into that? No, that, that's uh, some, some very great points that I, uh, I, I full, wholeheartedly agree. I mean, you know, first off, uh, just kind of working backwards on a few things that you've talked about, brand you know, that your employee, your, your employer brand is, is what people are experiencing when they're looking at career opportunities, potentially applying for a job and who you are as a company can come through right there in that first initial experience of how they're engaging and how, you know, you as an employer may be leveraging technology. So that's one thing. Two, I love the fact that you're taking a candidate first approach you're putting yourself in the shoes of the modern candidate. How are people today, based on the demographic of the type of people that you're looking to bring into your organization, how do they actually leverage technology today and kind of go about their day-to-day -day business? And you're adapting your use of technology and your processes to fit into that. And then lastly, you know, 
I from from the optics that I have around Horizon, you're in a highly competitive market. Healthcare Absolutely. and finding talent is highly competitive. And the fact that you spend the time to understand the competitive landscape and making sure that you're on the forefront of, forefront of that obviously is giving you all a competitive advantage. Did I did I get those uh, sum that up? Got a pretty yeah, accurate? absolutely, absolutely. And I would think you know big companies like uh, Amazon might still do that. I bet they have people who go to other mm-hmm. companies like Walmart or even other organizations that are selling products online and going through the checkout process to see, hey, have they tried to adapt something recently that we're not even looking at? Uh, So it's a great way to really know what's out there in the market. You know, you have continually new vendors and new companies coming into the market to um, bring in automation into the hiring process. And sometimes it can be overwhelming, but one of the great ways to do that is to see it live being used by a company and and seeing, okay, is this something that is going to add value to us? Is this something we can also leverage? Um, So that's been something, you know, we're continually looking at. And one of the things that um, I would say even throughout my career that I've realized is um, when you're in an organization, you're always hearing from the sales team or the business development team or from the operations team who your competitor is, right? So at Dollar General, our you know, we always thought of our competitors as the retail uh, stores. There was the big box and the small box. So our, our direct competitors were like Dollar Tree, Family Dollar. But then we also competed with Targets and Walmarts and stuff. But one thing that people don't really think about is even the Gap and Air Apostle and Old Navy. That's a re- that's a direct competitor for me, even though Dollar General doesn't talk about it. Or if I think of Thorma correctional healthcare perspective, it's easy to only think of our competitors as other correctional healthcare companies. But I have to, in in talent acquisition and recruiting, I have to think of somebody in Grand Rapids, Michigan is probably not really competing. You know, they're not really thinking about joining another correctional healthcare company because there's not even a jail or a prison close by. So they're, so my competitor now switches from a correctional healthcare company to in literally in Grand Rapids, Michigan, the urgent care is in the big hospital. So I'm, I'm going to have to go in. If that's where I'm having struggling to find candidates or if my conversion rate's really low or if my drop-off rate's really high, I'm going to start researching, okay, who are the big players in the market, who my applicants might be applying to, what are they doing uh, that's more attractive to our candidates because knowing Horizon, talking to current employees, we have an amazing culture, but they might, our candidates might not know that until they come into our organization. There's a lot of steps and processes before they can even get there. So how can we really tell our story about our company and attract those people and make it seamless for them to get to that point um, and comparing ourselves with other players in that local market? I, I, I love the out of the box thinking that you're doing because that's obviously, you, you, it's allowing you to cast a wider net. To, to what Absolutely. you're doing. You know, and another thing early on that that kind of spawned um, a thought of mine, you know, I was I was talking recently with another individual, um, you know, on, on a podcast, and we were talking about kind of the mystery shopper concept. And, you know, if you think about it, what, what you, you know, when you're talking like Walmart and Amazon, you know, th- they often have somebody go be a mystery shopper and go do, have a shopping right. experience so they understand what is it like 
And in what we, what was interesting is we were talking about and we we're saying, when was the last time you think a hiring manager or an executive of a company actually experienced their hiring process? Absolutely. That's to really understand, you know, like, what is it that we're doing so that we can be ensuring that we're driving a continuous improvement and we're adapting to the changing market? Because I think one of the things that, that I love about, you know, what you bring to the table is you bring a new, fresh, you know, candidly younger approach, you know, to talent acquisition. And I think there's a lot of folks who've been in this market for, you know, a couple decades and, and maybe stuck in their ways of doing things. And, and it's actually a disservice to their organization because they're not leveraging technology and they're not adapting their process based on the market and the generation of, of, of candidates that we're working with today. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's something that I've been thankful for is having a boss who has the same mindset and she's continually looking at, okay, what are other, you know, companies doing? What can we continually do? And she's encouraging me to take these steps. So that really helps having the same mindset and, you know, being on the same page with your management team who also wants to accomplish the same goals that you're working towards. Um, so yeah, we're co consistently looking at that and something we recently found out. And sometimes you need other people to look into um, the process as well. So we're continually encouraging our recruiters to say, hey, go and, and look at other companies in your market. Go and look, you know, I created a test job for all of our recruiters to go and apply and say, when you talk to a candidate, you know exactly what they've gone through and you can answer those questions so much better when you're continually, uh, you know, firsthand experiencing what they're experiencing uh, and asking their feedback. Okay, you just applied to our job. What, do, what would you recommend we change? What, do you have any suggestions? Because I might not be thinking of something and, and something that recently came up was we had a resume required field. You know, we on our application had a field to upload resume and it was a required field. Well, if you think about a lot of people applying on their mobile device, they don't have a file yeah. saved on their, right. on their mobile device and they get stuck now. They can't hit submit. Um, right. So that was a really uh, great call out from one of our team members who said, hey, a lot of nurses probably don't have a, a you know, resume on their mobile device. Let's just make, keep the field, but make it not required. And we did that and we've seen... Uh, our conversion rate go up in the past month. So, you know, just really involving other people in your on your team to really look at that process with you sometimes can really start making you look at things you hadn't even thought of. All right. So selfishly, I've got to ask, do you leverage uh, video in any aspect of your recruiting process? We've started to look at, there's a couple of companies now who are trying to, um, tell the story of a job description instead of text looking at a short 30 second video. Uh, right. So we did a trial version uh, on one of our sites for, for one of the job description, but obviously some of those could be very expensive, but those are becoming more popular. So uh, we're trying it out to see, okay, what does that do to our conversion rate, our applications and all of that. But yeah, we haven't done that across the board, but yeah, that is definitely something we have looked into. And then also really looking at day in the life videos. Cause I know, mm. um, um, being in multiple organizations in the past, it's been really helpful to find some videos that kind of share what it's like working in that organization and uh, hearing some, you know, um, employee testimonials and stuff like that. So uh, I think that's a, that's a really good way to, to let somebody see into our company and know what that would be like for them. So I know you didn't ask, but I'm going to give you a pro tip. 
And it, it's okay. a pro tip from uh, from a, a dear uh, a dear uh, um, acquaintance of mine, uh, Teresa Mazzaro. And Teresa runs talent acquisition at Suburban Hospital in, in Maryland. And um, and she's a, a, a huge proponent of video. Okay. And in the way, and so she's, you know, she's like you in a highly competitive market. And she's got five other hospitals within like two miles of her. She's wow. got like Walter Reed and like she, you know, all of these, she's competing, you know, against, you know, um, these big monolith, you know, organizations and whatnot. And what she's doing and what she's done is she's leveraged video for um, in the application process. So if somebody applies they see a video from, if they're applying, let's say uh, they, they, they're an ER nurse, they'll see, um, hi, I'm Ron Wilson. I'm head of ER at uh, Suburban Hospital in Bethesda, Maryland. We're really excited that you're interested in our position. We're, you know, please, uh, you know, move forward with, uh, with applying. You know, she will send out as a recruiter to, um, to candidates, hey, I know, you know, I just want to send you a quick note, you know, my name's Ron Wilson, I'm the recruiter for uh, the position, I understand you're probably working in a night shift, you may get this message, you know, at any time during the day, I just want you to know, you can click on this link and apply at any point in time, and we'll follow up with you. So it's like, they're That's creating awesome. a personalized experience, which it sounds like you're kind of heading down that path. And, and um, it's just an interesting way of leveraging video technology, not just to conduct an interview, but pre, Absolutely. post, and during to really personalize, you know, the experience and and like you said, incorporate day in the life type things and um, and whatnot. Absolutely, no, that's that's a yeah. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> yeah, ha happy happy to connect you with her if, if yeah. uh, you're interested. So you know, obviously, uh, you know, COVID's been a crazy year for all of us, as you talked about. You know, the the commutes have changed from you know. Uh, hours, you know, to, to 30 seconds, you know, here we are, <laughs> yes. like, you know, got the, the world's changed. Um, when right. you think about the world of talent acquisition, you know, as we move forward, you know, if you have a, a little crystal ball here, I mean, what do you think um, is, you know, given that the world has changed and, and, you know, and certainly I don't think is ever going to go back exactly like it was, you know, right. things will get to other, but, you know, to some normalcy in some areas. And what are you seeing the future of talent acquisition looks like and, and, and where do you think the opportunities are for people to, to really take, take it to the next level? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so two thoughts to that. One thing that, you know, I think of is, again, the, you talked about videos being incorporated in the job description. Videos are definitely being incorporated in the interview process now because it cuts down on so many things and, most people have already adapted to being um, on Zoom or Teams or using those platforms for, you know, internal meetings. So now they're using that to interview candidates so they don't have to come to the facility. They don't have to um, have their temperature checked. And one, it speeds up our process tremendously. Uh, two, one thing, you know, just thinking about if you're on LinkedIn as a TA professional, all you see is stats on a oh, work from home has increased by this many percentage points or whatever. And, you know, there's uh, when, when I'm in the world of working from home, for some reason, I think everybody's working from home. And I think we really have to be sensitive uh, towards people whose jobs just don't allow that. So yeah. our applicants, their jobs will probably not be remote regardless of what happens, because they have to go in a corrections facility and provide health care for um, their patients. Um, 
there's a lot of other people who are in the same boat. So I think even as I connect with the applicants that have applied or I connect with healthcare professionals and those are the people that we want to attract to, to our company and have them come work, I want to be sensitive on they're not going to work from home. So what is their, how has COVID changed their life? How has COVID interrupted their work? So really looking at that and not just looking at my bubble of people going from a commute, you know, going into the office to now sitting at their desk working and their dogs in the background. Like I have to get out of that zone and really think about my candidates and because most of their jobs have not gone remote. Uh, so just being a little sensitive to that, I think is important as well. I, I love it. I love it. Well, hey, I know we, uh, we've covered a lot of topics here. Is, is there anything else you'd like to cover today before we wrap up? No, I mean, this has been just great talking to you and learning from you. I know, you know, just uh, you giving examples and, and your experience and yeah, just having conversations around these things is, is so important as things just, I mean, even especially COVID's changed a lot in how we do things, but even without, without COVID, just technology keeps changing and streamlining so many things. So it's just cool to talk to other people in this industry and, and be on top of those things and yeah, just learn and, and use those things to adapt and, and grow and help our companies be more successful in attracting the people that we want to attract and um, yeah, make a difference in, in people's lives. Yeah, so I, I love appreciate it. the opportunity. <laughs> yeah, well, I appreciate the opportunity to chat with you. And I know you're somebody who's passionate about making a positive impact in, in this world and in your community. And, and uh, I love what you're doing and, and uh, the innovation that you're driving. So uh, thank you. Really yeah, appreciate it. Thank you, that. man. So, uh, hey, everybody, that was an awesome conversation. And I'd like to, you know, again, thank On God for his time and insights today. Um, how may our listeners best connect with you if they want to learn more? Yeah, I think uh, just on LinkedIn, I'm on there. So if somebody wants to reach out, I'd love to connect with them. Excellent. So we'll uh, we'll also put a link to your LinkedIn profile in our show notes. Perfect. So uh, everybody, that's a wrap for our conversation with On God Madra. Please subscribe to our podcast wherever you prefer to get your stream, but also really appreciate it if you provide us with a rating and review. If you have any questions or comments for us, please feel free to contact us at talentstorm at interviewstream.com. On God, thanks again for joining us today. Thank you, Ron. It's all good. Cheers, everyone. <laughs>